you're listening to Smart Businesses Do This. And in this episode, I'm going to be sharing how we generated half a million dollars in just seven days to help orphans during the conflict between Russia and Ukraine. You are listening to Smart Businesses Do This, the podcast show for freelancers, side hustlers, and upcoming small business owners who want to transform their current business or business idea into a company that is built to succeed, simple to run, and gives you the freedom to live your life on your own terms. I'm your host, Adam Lyons. Let's get started. Every morning, I have a very similar routine. I get up, I start doing all my creative work, and I try my best not to look at what's going on in the world until after I've got all my writing done. Um, I'll typically be at my desk at like five o'clock in the morning, getting out some early creative writing work to really push myself ahead and give myself a head start on the rest of the day. For some reason, on this particular day, I deviated from my regular plan and I looked up one of my favorite news sites and saw the shocking news that Russia had invaded Ukraine. And I was instantly filled with the the kind of problems that so many people would have had rushing through their head at that moment, which is, does this mean this is World War III? What is the impact on the people in Ukraine? What does this mean for people in other countries? You know, is the economy going to collapse? All these, these horrible things rush through my head. And then I take a moment, I take a deep breath, and I realize that I actually have a client inside Ukraine who, one of my clients that I advise for, and I realized the correct thing to do at this point was to pick up the phone and phone him to make sure he's okay. My client's named Mark Davis, and he is the founder of a charity inside Ukraine that generates money for orphans. There's a number of orphanages out there that he helps support, and he uses the smart blueprint to build up his own businesses and also to grow this charity. When I phoned him, he was obviously still in shock. The soldiers hadn't got to Mikhanov, which is where, where he's based at that moment, but there was definitely reports of it coming through. They were telling him he had to turn the power off. So he was like hiding in a closet in the center of his, of his house where he could still win his computer because the light from the computer screen was a problem. And in talking to him, I realized that here was a chance to do something really, really good. While many of the civilians in Ukraine were escaping, uh, were becoming refugees and moving into you know, neighboring countries, Poland, what have you, there was a certain demographic that wouldn't be able to help themselves, and those were the orphans. And while Mark's charity did help fund those orphanages, it also relied on government funding. And the problem is, during a time of crisis like this, where there is a war, the government funding is going to stop because, you know, they've got other things they have to handle. And then the big question that Mark had uh, popped up, which is, well, if Russia becomes the new government, will they hand out the same funding? How long will it take to happen? And during this time, we have orphans, most of whom are of the ages of one to four in this particular orphanage that, that he looks after. And so we knew that we would have to do something fast to make sure there was a viable solution for food and all of the other medicinal needs and what have you that the, uh, that the children need. So at this point, I said to Mark, would you be okay with me becoming a little bit more hands-on and actually implement the smart blueprint on his behalf um, to help Abundance International generate the, the funds for the orphans? And, uh, you know, naturally uh, he said yes, which was great. So I, I got to, um, to help out. 
And um, it was it was an absolute shock um, to realize that uh, I was going to have to use all of my knowledge of not just the smart blueprint and of uh, growing businesses and systems, but I'd have to tap into some old skill sets where I used to be a crisis public relations manager and really think about um, the impact of how we roll this out. It it wasn't going to be the same as what we normally do. The reason is we had to be very careful how we worded things. If anyone suspected that there was some hidden agenda that we were generating money to fund the war effort on either side, either Russian or Ukrainian, we would get shut down instantly or the funds would be frozen and we wouldn't be able to help the children. So the wording instantly became something that that we hyper-focused on to make sure uh, that we worded it correctly. And we decided that the focus wouldn't specify which children. We just said, you know, helping orphans in times of crisis. And that was one of the very first things I did. I took the way that we craft our, our, our marketing messages. And I really wanted to, to focus on making sure that the way that this was presented, we would absolutely be comfortable helping orphans from either side or for anywhere, right? That was the, a key component that we knew we had here. Now, Mark paused me at this point as we're, we're going through this. And he said, why are you doing this? Why are you helping me? And I said, look, there's very little I can do, you know, six or 7,000 miles away but you're already one of my clients and something that I can absolutely do is increase the amount of effort I put in to help you and to make sure that we really do something great for these children. And there is one key component of marketing, especially when you're trying to build up authority, and that is riding the waves of breaking news. And I was like, so as much as I'd love to say that this is completely altruistic and I just wanted to help, which is true and I really did want to help, there is also going to be a side effect benefit, which is I'm going to get associated with helping in this particular situation. And now I want to talk about this just for a moment, because if you're listening here, this is something you really need to come to grips with. A lot of people think they have a fear of failure. You don't. What you probably have is a fear of success. And the true fear of success comes from the judgment from other people who judge you for the success you're having. Many people wouldn't have taken the steps that I did or be as bold as I did, which would have held them back from being able to generate literally half a million dollars that we gave to orphans in Ukraine during this incredibly urgent time where everything is very, very expensive and hard to get hold of and and they urgently need these things and they can't get them for themselves. We would never have been able to do it if we weren't so bold. And the reason we could be so bold is because our name was attached to it. And that did mean that we ran the risk of, you know, negative blowback of people saying we're doing it just to forward ourselves. And that wasn't the point. It wasn't about that. But at the same time, the only way we can justify taking what ended up being about $60,000 of our own resources in terms of staffing costs and all of that was if there was some way to make it sustainable. And the only way to make it sustainable was to make sure that this was essentially a public relations or media exercise. We didn't take any of the money from ourselves that we generated, and we truly did donate $60,000 in actual hard salaried costs, but we justified it internally by the growth and knowledge that the smart blueprint was capable of doing something like this, of generating half a million dollars in, in seven days. 
And the key to this is you have to be sensitive to the situation, right? You can't cash in. You can't come up with some kind of clever way that you make a whole bunch of sales. In fact, we're very specific. There is no sales messaging anywhere on any of the pages that we built for the donation. It wasn't about talking about how great we are. It was all about just making sure that our logo was there and we were recognized for almost being a sponsor of this situation and also making sure that we were adding value and relevant commentary. What that meant was we weren't injecting stories about how amazing we are. Instead, the focus is on the orphans, the focus is on what they need, and the focus is on making sure that they got it and that we, you know, we did the follow-up. So there's a really fine line here. It would be very easy for somebody to misconstrue this and make the mistake of turning this into the me show, right? Making sure your face is on everything. In fact, many of the media interviews, uh, my face wasn't on it. It was Mark and the charity that he represents. But we did make sure that wherever we could, that we were mentioned if there was an opportunity for it. And the great news about this is many of the journalists were very happy to talk about what we were doing because one of the stories that they loved was that a consultant based in Texas was doing all they could to help orphanages out in Ukraine. So that ended up actually being one of the stories that the news wanted to write about because many times when you're dealing with the media and you're trying to get publicity for your company, they don't really want to write about your company. They want to write about things that the media cares about. And what the media cares about is what the general public care about. And what the general public care about is America, uh, or in America at least, and freedom and American politics. That's a key component. You know, America's got that. And it doesn't matter what country you're in, it's going to be the same kind of thing, right? Like, you know, if you live in Sweden, the media is going to care about, you know, Sweden and, and Swedish stories. So if the story was just about an orphan, an orphanage in Ukraine attempting to get some money, that actually wouldn't have been as good of a story and it wouldn't have got the media coverage. So there really is a symbiotic relationship here where you have this opportunity to do a technique, which I call riding the wave of breaking news. And it's one of the times when you see an opportunity, something happens in the world and you realize that you have the ability to add value to the situation, genuinely help it and provide relevant commentary in a way that the media is going to want to share this story because it's you know patriotic or because it's for a very good cause, but it doesn't directly benefit you. And the only benefit is that your name is associated with it. That is a very powerful way to build up your authority. And if I looked at the websites that wrote about the Smart Blueprint before this charity endeavor that we did, I could have counted on you know, maybe two hands, how many times would you mentioned in the media on websites that were somewhat relevant. Afterwards, we have 30 to 50 pieces of incredible media coverage that directly links to, to the smartblueprint.com forward slash orphans, which was the page that we built uh, to help generate the, the money for this charity. It wasn't actually the only place that we generated money. Uh, as I mentioned, we did promote um, Abundance International directly, and they had a private uh, donation link on there uh, where we generated an extra $100,000. So it was half a million dollars between the, the two campaigns uh, or the two websites in a single week. The key here is, like I said, it's got to be tasteful. If you're going to plug yourself into one of these situations, you got to recognize that you are doing it to help, to add value and provide a, a relevant commentary that people care about while also just making sure that you know your name and your website is associated with it. 
but it is not an opportunity to sell. It's not an opportunity to, you know, throw up a discount um, and try and make some quick money. That That's not what this is about. It really is a branding exercise, but because you are doing it ethically, because you are doing it as altruistic as possible without being completely anonymous, you are making sure that your brand is going to be associated with this incredible, uh, powerful movement. So, the way that we went about doing this, the, the whole angle was we created this page on our website that had what's called an iframe where we could present another website within our website. And uh, we chose GoFundMe as the place that we wanted to do the primary donations, mostly because GoFundMe will verify uh, what people do with the funds to make sure that it is real, it is a real charity. And it was very important for us that this didn't look like a scam in any way because it isn't, but we wanted to do everything we could to make sure that people felt comfortable and felt safe doing it. And then on our website, on our page, we wrote a little bit of text that just explained that, you know, that this was our client and that every so often there's an opportunity where as a company we can put running a business aside and instead focus on a bigger cause. And that's what we've decided to do. And that's why we, you know, built a page on our website dedicated to it. But from a business standpoint, that also meant that our website gained some powerful ranking benefits because uh, a lot of high powered websites linked directly to ours. And that does wonders for your, your page rank and uh, your authority on, on the search engine optimization systems. And that's, that's what we started. And then to get it rolling, we did internal promotions. So we reached out to our mailing list. We reached out to our social media and we just shared the page as often as we could. And what that did was we brought our own clients, our own contacts, our own friends to start donating. And that kind of got the ball rolling. Now you have now you see a, a charity page, a GoFundMe, that's already got a whole bunch of donations in it. Now, this is a similar kind of thing that we do within the Smart Blueprint, where we start off by looking for those initial beta testers. If you've been through the Smart Blueprint, you'll know what that is. The idea is just get those initial people going through so we get the initial testimonials, maybe get some initial sales going, and it just shows that there's a momentum to what you're doing. And this is one of the key components of that of the Smart Blueprint, making sure we do that. Once that happened, we then reached out to the media to build up the authority. Now, normally trying to build authority in the media can take a while. It can be a very difficult process because they can tell it's self-promotion. You're just trying to you know, promote your company. This was a time-sensitive piece of breaking news. Like I said, and this is where you can ride the wave of the breaking news. Because the media is so hungry for stories that are relevant to what's happening as a uh, consumers of the news want to go online and they want to find as much new information and as much details about it as possible. The journalists are motivated to find as many stories as possible. And this story is a feel-good story. And there's a really good rule in marketing, which is where everyone, when everyone zigs, you zag. So in this scenario, with everybody uh, looking up, you know, doom and gloom and is this World War Three and, you know, there's an invasion, there were no good stories. And so I realized we had a really cool opportunity to have a good story about we are already helping the orphans. We have already generated money to help them. We are feeding them. We just want to help more. And uh, while we already support X amount of orphanages, we want to have a broader reach and to help a broader reach, we need more money. And if you're an American sitting at home wondering what you can do, this is something you can do. And the journalists loved it. And so they ran with that story initially. And so we're riding the wave of the breaking news. But as I said, the journalists always want new stories. So we had to start thinking of other stories that were relevant to this. So that's when we came up with um, the Texan consultant. And I've got an English accent, but I live in Texas and have a Texas ID. I'm totally a Texan consultant. The Texan consultant that was helping orphanages in, in Ukraine. And so once again, we had another story. And then the story started shifting to us actually delivering the food. 
And each one of these, you know, we had unique video footage so the, the media could show a new exclusive, a new piece of breaking news that was positive instead of negative. And it really did give a very strong counterpoint for the media. So they had a, a positive uplifting story they could add while at the same time, of course, benefiting, uh, benefiting the, the orphans, helping the, the GoFundMe and of course, um, you know, making sure that, that we got associated with it. So it's absolutely possible in a situation like this to generate half a million dollars in a week. And, you know, we've done this multiple times ourselves for our business partners and also for our, our clients inside Smart Blueprint and obviously for ourselves um, with that same kind of concept. But the big overnight successes really do come because you've found a way to tap into breaking news. Now, the Smart Blueprint itself was actually built on that concept. We launched it at the very beginning of COVID and the quarantine in 2020. Um, at the very beginning of 2020, I recognized there was going to be an opportunity to you know, ride the wave of breaking news. And so while everyone was talking about there's a lockdown, we have to shut down businesses, we came up with the smart blueprint and said, hey, we have a blueprint of how any business that is, uh, whether it's brick and mortar, e-commerce, or even just a fitness consultant or an individual expert we can help you go online, shift your business model from being in-person deliveries in live events to being completely online so that you can maximize your profits. We have systems for everything, um, for building up an organic audience, even if you don't really have one already, and to be able to help you generate revenue and reliable revenue. So you actually get more profit and more money. We have cash flow systems, hiring and firing systems, because uh, essentially the smart blueprint are standard operating procedures for everything a small business needs to make sure it's successful. So we rode that wave when we first launched the Smart Blueprint in 2020, and this is just another opportunity. And so my, my takeaway for you listening to this is to make sure that, you know, every day, whenever you look at the news or maybe even Google Trends is another way to do it, just look and see, is there anything going on in the world that maybe your company could directly help? Something where you actually can have a voice on that and you can connect to it, and if so, it's totally worth taking a slight deviation just for a week, no longer than that, and maybe creating a, a new free PDF that talks about it or a new seminar or a new product, or maybe you add a new module to a program you already have. Um, maybe you just donate a portion of sales from your website to a cause that is a charity. And again, reach out to the media and let them know. And every so often, if, if you do this right, you will find journalists knocking at your door that want to talk about you. And before you know it, you've now increased your reach and you've been able to ride the wave of that breaking news. And uh, if I was going to finish this off with what smart, what smart businesses do, I'd tell you that smart businesses make sure that they stay relevant. They know what's going on in the news. They know what's going on in the media. And when the opportunity arises where they can, they can ride that wave, they're going to stay relevant, but they're going to do it without cashing in. They were going to do it by actually adding value and helping the situation out and providing a relevant commentary that just happens to have uh, their name, their logo, um, and a link to their website attached to it. And as long as you do that, then you'll definitely be doing what smart businesses do. Now, if you're new to the podcast and you want to learn more about how to build a smart business, then the absolute best place to start is with my Smart Blueprint ebook. Over 10,000 people have already gone through the book, and it's one of the most comprehensive resources on strategically building and growing your business that you can find anywhere for free. 
Just visit thesmartblueprint.com forward slash ebook to grab a free copy. And I'll see you on the next episode of Smart Businesses Do This.